In the hell do you think you are? We know each other. He's a friend from work. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. Robert better not get in my face. I'll drop that motherfucker. You're unbearably naive. Well, I was born yesterday. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. Does 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 anyone want to talk movies? Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. That's why we're here. Episode 15 of the Culture Cult Podcast. Ah, pull the curtain back. It's a little late. My goodness, Drake, it's 8, 11 p.m. Central Standard Time. I work a, basically a 9 to 5. What are you trying to try to kill me or? Uh, no. I would never try to kill you. Doing laundry, trying to move, yeah. uh, get shit boxed up. I got off at a lot, 6. A lot of boxes in the, uh, in the living room. I said 9 to 5, but I, I work a... Uh, Nine six. Nine to six with an hour break. So, but basically, I worked that single mom shift, and you're trying to kill me. So, this is going to be. Uh, we've did a lot of small talk in the last couple of episodes, so let's uh, let's dive right on into the news. It's a big week. It's a big week for multiple reasons. It's I haven't seen Fighting with My Family yet, but Neither I must I. I must see that movie, and then the big one the. The domino that will fall first. It, we, is it is it the Star is Born Encore that they're playing for a week with 15 extra minutes of footage? No. Is, is that the one we're talking about? But my fiance said, do you think that Drake is going to go watch that? And I said, yeah. He'll waste money <laughs> to go see it again. Because uh, it's, a, it's a good movie. Um, but you will spend money to go see 15 more minutes and for some reason still think that's the best movie of last year when it's not even top 10. It's my favorite. Yeah. Subjective. I appreciate your opinion. Thank it's you. the wrong one, but I appreciate it. You just put gum in. That's bad that's audio, bad. as Justin yeah. would say. That's not good. But I'm sure they can't wait to hear uh, your gums smack for an hour. Take it out. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I flossed earlier. Not me too. Yeah. I had dinner and I flossed. Hashtag me too. So we, well, what I, what I was alluding to yeah. in terms of one domino falling and then the rest sort of, you know, it's the first big blockbuster of the year. And it's one of three Marvel movies coming out this year. Yes. Captain Marvel. Not to be mistaken with Shazam, but we can get into the controversy later or lack thereof. It's so annoying. Zachary, mm-hmm. Le- Zachary Levi even had to speak on it, but... Yeah, so Captain Marvel. Now I want to, I want to dive into this for a couple reasons, but on a scale of say uh, Iron Man one, right, which mm-hmm. was like excited but not we didn't know yet, so you can't be as excited for Iron Man one as you were for the first Avenger or anything like that. So from from Iron Man one to Infinity War, how excited are you for mm. Captain Marvel this week? How can I best put this? Um, and you can just say 1 to 10. I'm being an asshole. But okay. Yeah, so 1 being the least, 10 being the highest. What is your excitement level? I'd say 7.5. See, I was going to say 7.45. <laughs> Where are you? I swear. I'm not even joking. I was going to say 7.45, a little less than a 7.5. I'm just... 
cautiously, and this is gonna this is gonna be the same for every movie. Post, especially with new characters, this, this is gonna be the same unless they do something, you know, down the line that I've read in a comic book or whatever, team up whatever, mash up with the new Avengers. But currently in the iteration, every movie not named, like for example, I've already seen the first Spider Man, but every new character that they sort of throw at us that has their own standalone movie, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be in the same range because I'm nervous that the the drop off because there's gotta be, and I guess you could argue that the drop off happened with with Thor the Dark World but at the same time it wasn't the behemoth that it is now yeah. it's we're not we're dealing with a whole different beast we're dealing with a whole different animal in 2019 so I have faith in Brie Larson I have faith in the movie but at the same time it is nerve wracking yeah and what is also nervous is the trailers haven't got me at all like not doing a thing for me I thought the latest one was the best one I'm, ex- I'm at excited. first the more I saw the the least excited I was. I'm excited because you got young Sam Jackson and young Agent Yum came talk young Agent Coulson and Ronan's coming back as well. So that's what excites me the most. I think is Ronan. Obviously, seeing Brie Larson and then seeing Ronan because Ronan, the first Guardians of the Galaxy, he was my favorite part of that movie. And I know a lot that him and Drax were my two favorite parts of the movie. And I know a lot of people were thrown off. You got sneeze? <coughs> hey, a boy. Thank you. Talking about Captain Marvel got you all uh, sneezy. Sneezy. You're you're allergic. Yeah. But yeah, I think we're about the same. I mean, I would be more excited if I could read some reviews, uh, or at least know the score. I don't really read the reviews because I don't want to get into like spoiler territory, or I don't want to know what someone else hated, and therefore I'm looking for what they hated. But I like to know just the number, the general consensus. Are you gonna try? I know you're busy moving and everything. Are you gonna try to go see it Thursday? It's a great question. Okay. It's been floated. Well, if you are... Uh, I would invite I'm, you. I'm gonna try, well, I'm saying I'm going, so okay. I'm inviting you. But, I mean, there's no really seats left. That's the problem. Yeah, there is. I'll look today. What time? Anytime. No. But, yes. No. I looked a month ago, and I was like, there are no seats. Especially, no, not any good ones. We'll, we'll check this we'll, out. We'll talk show. after. We'll talk yeah, afterwards. Yeah, but, yeah. They, well... Let's talk about... Let's what pull back the curtain again a little bit. So, okay. moving... Uh, plan. We we'll, we'll get the keys on Friday. We have Friday and Saturday. We'd like to be moved in by the middle of Saturday, so mm-hmm. we can just kind of like relax. That's when our couch gets there. Yeah. Uh, we we bought a couch, and so and they're delivering it. That's the beauty thing about moving is like we bought a washer and dryer. That'll be there on Friday. Mm-hmm. They walk that up the stairs. That would be brutal. I'm not the manliest of men. And moving a couch would be a pain in the ass. I mean, we didn't even get a big couch because hashtag poor. It doesn't even recline. Hashtag poor. And so, it's not a big couch. The micro, the microwave. The microwaves are also expensive. I can get into that. Microwaves are expensive. You ever looked at a microwave? How much it costs? What do you think a microwave costs? Uh, three fifty. Three fifty. Like, yeah. No, I'm saying a microwave. Yeah, three fifty. You're. What are you saying? 350? Three hundred and fifty. Yeah, three hundred. No, be honest. What do you think a microwave costs? Five hundred dollars. A microwave. Two hundred dollars. I thought it was like twenty bucks. For a microwave. I honestly thought it's going to be 20 bucks. I said $350. The, the bottom line that you cannot move out ever. The bottom <laughs> line. The bottom line. I'm talking the smallest. You could fit an English muffin in this okay, microwave. Okay, uh, 80 bucks. That's a good one. That's a standard one. Literally. Like, to get a, a small one that I could microwave a French fry in, singular, French fry, is like 50 bucks. And I was like, well, we're just going to go microwaveless. I mean, what are we doing here? But you kind of need it. Yeah, you kind of need it. You can, you can heat up a lot of stuff in the oven, 
but then it gets dicey. <laughs> so, I don't know. I digress. Why don't we talk about what everybody's looking forward to in the Captain Marvel movie? And that's the post-credit scene. Well, first, let's What's focus on the embargo for a second. I was trying to lead up to the embargo. Because do you do you you read Rotten Tomatoes? Do you go in early? Do I go in early? Like before you see it? Do, here's the thing. I used to, and I've kind of shied away from it. And you know, when I was going to the movies, I haven't gone. I've gone to the movies twice this year. Same. I've gone once. Yeah, I've gone twice. What'd you see? Lego Movie Two. I've, I've seen. Uh, Hashtag been busy. Yeah. Very very fucking. Busy. I've seen Split and uh, Escape Room. Glass. You saw Glass. That's what I said. <laughs> Glass and escape room. But yeah, I neither so, one you were overly impressed with. No, I haven't been to the movies a lot at all. Yeah, so. it'll pick up. You, you need to pick those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Name that yeah, movie. Yeah, same. Oh, those are rookie numbers. That'd be the Wolf of Wall Street, and that was Matthew McConaughey in the scene with Leonardo DiCaprio. Thank you. Thank you. It's my favorite actor of all time, sir. <gasps> well, him and Arnold. But I digress. So what I do is it, one. You know me. It would never deter me. If anything, mm-hmm. if critics are hating on it, I want to see it more. Yeah. That's just who I am. Yeah. Naturally a contrarian. Did you like Aquaman? Yeah. Okay. I loved it. Me too. I had five stars. I, I did not. I had four. Right, but you, you're a little more fringy with that stuff. Like for me, it's like if I, it exceeded my expectations. Mm-hmm. And so like for me, it was like, oh, you know, there was the only part I hated was when Pitbull started playing. <laughs> I could have done with everything but that Pitbull song. But the thing with Captain Marvel is usually with, with MCU movies, because they know they're great. The embargo lifts, and I'm talking like YouTube embargoes, so people could give reviews and mm-hmm. give you like say Stuckman or Johns. Yeah. And and then that sort of thing leaks onto Rotten Tomatoes because then critics can once that once that embargo releases they can write theirs for Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. People have seen this movie. Hundreds of people have seen. It. I would go as far as to say thousands of people. You're talking fan screenings, critics across the world. Thousands of people. There's already been a premiere. Yeah. Thousands of people have seen this movie. And the embargo doesn't lift until tomorrow, Tuesday, March fifth. At 9 Eastern. That is weird. That is very, very strange for an MCU movie. Does that worry you? No. Okay. Why? Do you think Do you think it's because they're holding more information in the post-credit scene, blah, 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 blah? Yes. Okay. Makes sense. That's, it's as simple as that for you. I think th- they did something with Rotten Tomatoes and Captain Marvel. There no. Was, there was a... What, what was that about? There was... So the want to see it number yeah. was dropping dramatically. And it was all like DC fanboys making accounts. And that's what Zachary Levi had to come out against and be like, hey, there's, there's no rivalry really. Like DC and Marvel want each other to do well. Yeah. Because if one succeeds, the other, you know, you can keep making the property. Exactly. Superhero movies are succeeding and you have superheroes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Aquaman so, just made how much money? Like over yeah, a billion? More than one. Worldwide? Yeah. So more than a lot of MCU movies. So for that matter, right, it's good for both sides. Yeah. And he's like, I've been in both. Like, there's really no... He's was in Thor. He's in the first two Thors. No. And he's like, I'm not... Tr- it might be in the third one, too. He's like, I'm not trying... second. He's definitely in the first and second. He, he, he's in the third one for a second. Oh, yes. He, hella he, comes in. <laughs> Yeet. <laughs> Thank you. That's a death noise. And so... It's a murder. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think a murder sounds like that. I think it sounds more like... <laughs> There was no, I mean, I, I'm the murderer. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then all you all you hear is me just stabbing, just repeatedly, just you know. I don't I'm, like that. I'm a stabber. Mine was no. You were punching. I was making. You a hear st- a stab noise? No. <laughs> what are we doing? All right. 
Let's let's move on here. Yeah, what's that make, doing? Make what's not doing at eight thirty, man? I'm loopy. I'm tired. Uh, yeah, a little. I was nervous already. I told you that. I'm nervous already. But I think the movie's gonna be at worst. You're probably looking at. Uh, you're you're probably looking at. Let's guess the Rotten Tomatoes number. Let's guess at noon tomorrow. So before all the, you know, the original, that's the number that's going to be thrown out for the next couple of days, is the is the one that comes out noon central time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess 74. 76%. We're in the range. Yeah. So, you know, it's not going to be bad. I just don't, I just don't know mm-hmm. if it will be great. And, and most of it too is that we're just, we're trying to get to Endgame. That's also a problem. It seems like a place filler. This is like... Um, but it has to happen because of yeah. the tie-in with the post-credits. This is like... I don't know. Do you feel like Ant-Man and the Wasp was kind of at a disadvantage going yes. in because of... Massively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and, and at the same and time... I feel like that, it, it, that's it, kind of leaning on this too. But at, but at the same time though, I'm not going to give Ant-Man and Wasp, Ant-Man and the Wasp, the, the slack that I'll give this movie. And I'll tell you why. Ant Man and the I Wasp. Like that movie. I mean, I don't hate any MCU movie. Okay. The Ant Man's are just my least favorite. But, but that does, that literally means that I like them the least, but I still like them. Yeah, yeah I got you. I like the whole, the whole freaking saga. I love the whole thing. Yeah. So, it's just the one that I'll rewatch the least, and that's because they have the worst villains. They have some of the best character work in terms of the side characters. Mm-hmm. Like Michael Pena actually matters in every movie. Same with Ti. His character is very small, but. He plays a part in everything, but the villains are so weak. The same reason why Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 was so bad. So, in terms of other MCU movies, not bad in terms of movies. Yeah, yeah. But the best part of Ant-Man and the Wasp was the post credit scene. That's its problem. Captain Marvel's problem is that it has to be really good the whole time because we're all secretly just waiting for the post credit scene. Yeah. Whereas Ant-Man and the Wasp, you weren't looking... To anything, just the post credit scene happened to tie into Infinity War. They didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to me that that's a, a showing your hand. This wasn't great, but the, what I'm going to leave you with is going to rock you. I think you kind of had to show that. You need to see where Ant Man was, otherwise you wouldn't have seen that. You know what I mean? But there's a it lot of been things at that happened. Film could have been in the post credit scene. I think they. But there's a lot of things that happen in that in the MCU that you don't see. It's spoken to you. It's divulged by mouth. I would have rather seen what happened and seen all three. Of I agree. Those, all three of those people go to dust and. Hey, hey, hey! Spoiler. Just kidding. You haven't seen it. Fuck off. Yeah. It's on Netflix now. What are you doing? Yeah. Fuck off. So yeah. Whatever, dude. Speaking of the other Captain Marvel, this is sort of what we're talking to. Doesn't Shazam come out in like two weeks? Also, just want to throw this out there. Brie Larson is not bad to look at. No, neither is she. Whoever this girl is. Okay, so Shazam, the other Captain Marvel. Trailer dropped yesterday. You don't know what he's talking about? Look it up. Was it yesterday? I think it was today. Today? Today, I, th- I believe. I feel like I saw it last night. Like well, late, late, late last night. Like maybe like 10 o'clock. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm right. There it is. Nine hours ago. Today, you some bitch. Yeah, but that was. Maybe I watched it this morning when I woke up from work. Whatever. Anyways, it dropped. It was good. I am very, very excited for this yeah. movie. I am favorite, favorite part of the, today's trailer because I easily have mine. I watched it with a guy at work, and man, he left. I've only saw two. it once. My favorite part, don't tell me. So, 
I laugh at the whole thing. My favorite part one is probably when he jumps from the ground into that skyscraper. I hate you. <laughs> is that, that was, the one? That's the one. Yeah, I think that's the funniest one. It's he's like you can jump from ground to building just like that. And he's like okay, okay, and he just like just the, but it was motor. also like the 80th floor. And like he kind of killed it. You cut. You hear like the audio. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, I like how he's um, he's failing. Yeah, he's a 15. He's a 15 year old kid who gets these powers. For example, if you haven't seen the trailer, there's a moment where he accidentally zaps a bus and knocks it off of a bridge, but then he's there to catch it using his super speed. So he's learning. I'm very excited. I've had jog my memory here. Has there been a has there been a, a superhero movie that has that has um done that before? Sort of showed you the the channeling, the growing, the uh, get, getting. Getting a handle on your powers. I don't think I've seen that before. I've seen people be shocked that they have them. X-Men. Like Wonder Woman, like, she was shocked that she could block those bullets, but then afterwards she was just like, ding, 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 like, blocking them all. Like, she was like a master. Shazam is kind of giving me the feels. You ever see the 2008 movie Hancock? Yeah. Will Smith. It's kind of giving me it's some a good of those call. feels. It's a good call. But like it's that. PG-13, so it'll be a little bit different, obviously. I'm also a massive DC guy. I think you know that. Yeah. I think DC has the much more superior roster. Now, what they've done with that roster, questionable. Questionable. You said they just casted uh, Rami Malek as Batman? No. I was going to say, I think that would be fake news. Yeah, fake news. Fake news. If it, it, it didn't happen. I don't, I, but yeah, so, I mean, who, who do you, who would you say literally, right? Like, the top three, like if you went to a grandmother, superheroes, they would know. Top three. Uh, I'm not gonna do a grandmother. Should I do a grandmother? Impression? Batman. Okay. Right. Do you agree with Batman? Yeah. Superman. Yeah. And then you get iffy. It could be like Spider Man. Could be no. It could, but it's either to me Spider Man, Captain America, or Wonder Woman. Okay. Right. Yeah. I think Spidey might be the most recognizable DC or Marvel character out of the bunch. I think he has the most cross appeal. So to me, it's actually either Spider Man or Wonder Woman. So at that point. They have the better roster. Now, Shazam, formerly known as Captain Marvel, is not their A property, but that that's okay, because you can, that's what that's what Marvel did. They built around like a C-list character. They built around Iron Man. Iron Man was the first one to come out. They built around him. That sort of shows the, uh, how well Marvel did. They built around a C-level character, and they're still building around their B and C-level characters. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have a lot of their A-level characters still, so... No, I've, everything I've seen from the first like teaser trailer that's been in theaters for months, we've talked about on here. I loved, I loved it. It's apart from, apart from Endgame. This is the movie that I'm looking forward to the most in terms of superhero movies. It will go Endgame, Shazam, Spider Man, Captain Marvel, Joker. That's not a superhero movie. Okay, I feel. I think there's I not going to be much superpowers going on in that movie. It's going to be a lot of. Uh, that's going to be more of like a. Psychological thriller. This sounds kind of weird, but I saw on Twitter uh, somebody recorded his Joker laugh, and it's menacing. It's as good as Mark Hamill's? It's up there. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix is going to kill it. One to ten. Also, don't, I also, also don't think Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker, but we've, we've talked about that already. Nine. One to ten, oh. your level of excitement for Shazam. Nine. I'm at ten. Nine, like, nine, yeah, nine point two five. Yeah, I'm at, yeah nine nine eight. Very very excited. 
Because if, if Endgame's a 10, then it's like a 9, 9, 8. Mm-hmm. I'm super, super, super excited for this movie. Zachary Levi, everything I've seen from him. And I, I can't think of the kid who plays... Oh, yeah, Asher Angel? Mm-hmm. What a fucking name. <laughs> I I think that's him. Whoever the kid is. Like if it's Asher Angel, more power to him. Whoever is playing the kid yeah. looks hilarious. Who's ever playing Billy Batson looks hilarious. His, his uh, disabled brother looks hilarious. I, I really... I think this is going to be DC's first Grand Slam, in terms of like really I, like, so. like Aquaman was a Grand Slam in terms of the money that it made, and and Wonder Woman actually it'll be their second Grand Slam because Wonder Woman was an absolute Grand Slam. It killed it with critics. This would be their second Grand Slam. I think it will kill it with critics. I think it will kill it at the box office. It won't make as much money as Wonder Woman or Aquaman, but it'll do better with the critics than Aquaman did. I am so looking forward to Shazam. Yeah, I'm really happy for Zach Levi. I watched him on a TV show growing up called Chuck. It's I've heard of the show. I've never seen it, but I know people love that show. Yeah, I, I would DVR it on my uh, Diver. Yeah, on my charter. It's one of those first shows that I've really kept up with every week on DVR. But ooh, Chuck's uh, Chuck's coming on this week. That's a good question. What did I DVR? Also, Lost. That was another one that I. I didn't have a DVR for a while. A lot of my like the first show that I ever like binge watched like Netflix wise was Dexter. I skipped the. The second to last season, skip to the last episode. Yeah, I need to see. I'm. Uh, I, I still need to watch the last sorry, like, five Michael episodes. Michael if you're listening. But I do love Dexter. But no, I'm very excited for Suzanne. I think. I think it might be. I think it might be a grand, a grand slam. Now we move on to very, very, very sad news. Today, March fourth, two thousand and nineteen, we lost a legend. The age of 52. Young man. Very, very, very young man. My fiance texted me when he when he had a stroke on the 27th. My fiance texted me. I was at work. She said, did you hear about Luke Perry? I said, what about Luke Perry? So he's in Cape. And no, I just, I knew it was bad because she was very sad. Her, I could tell, but you pick up stuff when you date someone for so long, the way they type stuff. And well, she was very quick with it. It was very like she's like short words. Like it was like very quick. And I was like, no. And and he had a massive stroke on February twenty seventh, and was very sad by that. I was very struck by that. And I immediately was looking at like cast reactions and things like that. And I thought, uh, Cole Sprouse, Lily Reinhardt, they were all. I'm a big Riverdale fan. That's how I. I knew of him from other things. I told, I told you about uh, the movie Eight Seconds about the famous bull rider Lane Frost. That is who my brother's named after. My, so I grew up That's on that. That's pretty cool. I grew up on, I grew up on that yeah. movie. He played the character that my brother was named after. So me and my brother grew up on that movie. My dad my dad was a former amateur bull rider, loved the movie, named my brother Lane after the character, a real-life character, Lane Frost. He was a real-life person, and a movie was made out about him. So Luke Perry played Lane Frost. So he's been a part of my life for a very long time, but... You know, I had seen 90210, but it was mostly eight seconds, and then he came back into my life like six months ago when I started diving into Riverdale and catching up. So I was like, hey, that's Lane so Frost. Did you start Riverdale six months ago? Like actually start season one? It might, it might have been like two months ago, three months ago. I, I watched I watched all of season one and two, and you know me, I'm not a binger. Yeah. Anyone who knows me knows like I can't binge anything. I watched season one, one and two of Riverdale in what? less than a week and a half. Wow. So what would you... Because Natalie says I should watch this too. It's probably what my favorite you, show. What of all would time. you compare it to? Like, so it's based on Archie comics. Comparison? It's based on Archie comics. Okay. Archie comics are not dark. Originally, there's been some iterations in the last decade where comic books have gone darker. Yeah. Kind of like you know, that's just what they do, yeah. right? To keep you know, but Archie at its core is not a dark dark story comic per se. Yeah. Now Riverdale takes that. The first season's a murder mystery. 
the second season is man it's very mob mob sort of you know a a teenage version of goodfellas in a weird Whoa. way I'm not saying it's as I'm saying you know, I got you. It's kind of like there's like a there's almost like my mafia feel. He's dating this girl. Her dad's like a kingpin sort of, and he gets roped into the okay the lifestyle, and it bites him in the ass. So that's why I would say it's like a sitcom teenage Goodfellas kind of take because that's sort of how it happens in the movie. And then the third season that we're in now is sort of a 13 year old's take on True Detective. <laughs> so you would say I'm gonna cross over to two TV shows here. You would say it's. True Detective meets Boy Meets World? I would say Pretty Little Liars. Um, it, it's it's Archie in a Pretty Little Liars sort of world. I would compare it to Pretty Little Liars. And I like that show a lot. That, you're not selling me when you when you compare it to Pretty I Little think Liars. You, I think if the first season is still my favorite. The Murder Mystery. Who Killed Jason Blossom? Like I, That first season I watched in two and a half days. I literally was up till five in the morning watching it on my phone. Like literally it was... Enticing, but Luke Perry passed away today. Uh, complications. Yeah, he was engaged yeah, and stuff. Uh, he was in a, a lot, a lot of movies. Was 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 is going to be in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because that's done shooting, right? Oh, that's done shooting. That's in post production. Yeah, he's going to be in old Quentin Tarantino's. So I don't know what he'll. Be, I don't know what he'll be in it. That'll be his last film. That is, you know. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to this Wednesday. Usually, I look very much forward to this Wednesday because it's Riverdale Day. But man, they're going to do something at the end of that, that that's going to make me cry. I don't cry a lot when celebrities die because I don't know them. I don't know them. We don't know each mm-hmm. other. We don't know. I don't know the guy. But with this one, it's... I guess it's a little more at home for me. I get, because because of the connection to my brother and my father and then, of course, loving Riverdale and loving his character. Thinking, his character, if you go watch the first two seasons, and even this one for the most part, he is the only pure character Mm. he's the only one that doesn't have a hidden agenda he's the only one that is open and honest with the people in the show and the viewers of the show because this show's really good at you not knowing whose intentions are what so but he's the only character including archie who is up front with the viewer and the characters and and then the show so he was a very pure character he was the only one that you felt as a viewer, you could constantly trust whatever he was yeah. doing was probably on the right side. And I, we, we lost a good one, man. We lost a really good one. And I think not a lot of people understand the talent that he mm-hmm. had. I don't, I, and I think if someone were to go watch Riverdale and then go back and watch eight seconds, they would realize, and I hope, and I hope he shines in whatever, in whatever sort of, you know, sort of character he plays in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because yeah, he too. is super, super talented and we've lost a good one today. Do you think, uh, for Riverdale purposes, do you think they'll recast him? No. Do you think they'll... No. They they can't recast it. They'll probably be as shitty as it sounds. It's, it, it, you know, there's going to be a season four. Carrie Fisher CGI him on? No, 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 no. It's just going to be a great plot device for the character of Archie because... He really only has his father in a way, because he goes through you know he you know he's uh, the you know girls I won't spoil anything but he dates throughout the show his mother's sort of she doesn't live there her parents his parents are divorced in and out I could see his mother's played by played by Molly Ringwald so I could see maybe her being more prominent in season four it, it, it's shitty to say this but it, 
it will make for a decent arc yeah. for the character. Yeah. As shitty as that is, I oh, hate yeah. saying that. Yeah. But it will it will it will entice the show and I hope they use it in a tasteful manner. Mm-hmm. I didn't think what they did with Carrie Fisher was very tasteful. No. So I hope for Lord knows what we're gonna get in episode nine. Oof. Yeah, I hope JJ does it better. I hope for Riverdale's sake, I hope for Luke Perry's sake that they do it tastefully because mm-hmm. it's a very thin line and I understand I mean as a writer season 4 was probably already in development months ago maybe even a year ago yeah. so they have to weave it in and it's tough to do it but I would say no fan would be upset if they pushed season 4 back 6 months to figure it out to do it the right way mm-hmm. I don't think anyone could be mad with that so but yeah I didn't cry when he died but it definitely like gave me like Chills. She yeah. texted me today at work and sent me the screenshot. And even my mother, my mother loves Riverdale. And she was like, This is so sad. So, you I got a list of dead people there. <laughs> I got a list of dead people. Well, some people that aren't dead. <laughs> There's one guy I know that's not dead. <laughs> I got a list of people that affected me more, that affected me that are celebrities when they yeah, died. You don't say affected more. That sounds like a shitty thing to say. Okay. I got a list of celebrities that when they died, I was like, Kind of upset like you. So let me just name off a couple. Let's just see if you have more than me. We'll go back and forth. Okay, Bill Paxton. I will also say Bill Paxton. Paul Walker. Yeah. Grew up on those Fast and Furious movies. Robin Williams. Not as much. I think for me, I would throw out... I know she's on your list, so I won't say it. I will throw out Oscar Tavares. Baseball player, but someone that affected me. Um, Carrie Fisher. Keep going. Same. Uh, Jose Fernandez. Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> that, didn't, no, that didn't bother me. I think... Uh, sorry, oh, sorry. I meant, I, I meant Jose. That, um, yeah. Like I said, I don't uh, get to... Burt Reynolds affected me. I grew up on... Really. I grew up on Smoking the Bandit, but mm-hmm. I'm not one of those guys that gets overly upset when a celebrity dies. Like I said, we, you don't know him. Yeah. But there can be... There can be a connection. I, like, I grew up on Michael Jackson's music, and so it affected me, but at the same time, I just started uh, leaving Neverland. I knew he was a shitty person, Uh-oh. so it makes me like Uh-oh. miss him less. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, maybe you should have died. Well, I don't know if that's the if route. you're molesting kids, sir. You got do to I go. To, do I need to watch this? I'm only like 20 minutes in, and it's incredible. is it a is it a doc? Yeah, it's like a mul- it's a multi episode doc. Oh, okay. like the second one came out. I don't know how many episodes it is because they're two hours long. Oh my goodness, they're two hours long. Well, they're really showing you the molestation. Well, there's no video, thank God. It's not an R. Kelly situation. But, I digress. I'm trying to think of more people. There's been more people. You okay, know. if, what, who's at the top of your list that if they died now, you'd be like... Pretty, if they died now? Like, for me. My mother? <laughs> no. not Trinity? <laughs> not people you know. I'm talking about, like, celebrities. Like, for me, DiCaprio, if he died. If uh, Ed Sheeran died, I'd be like... Thank God. God. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Sorry, that's rude. No, logic, just if, just if logic stop died? making music, Ed Sheeran. I think... If Justin Day died, he's pretty famous now. He's on the radio. Yeah. Super famous. I'd speak at your funeral. I, I No. I would... No. I would record a... No. I would... No. No. I would come to this room... Well, not this room. Wherever the, the new setup is, wherever, whenever you die. But yeah. I, I will come to your Soon. mic now. I'll come to your mic. Hashtag obese. Record about a seven-minute podcast, and I'll play it at your funeral for your friends and family. And it'll, and then, you know how much uh, clout we'll get from that? You know how many followers, all your family. And I'll do the same your, for you. I appreciate I pre- that. Yeah. I, for me, man, 
I, I get now I, the older I get, the more emotional I get. So like, when I was younger, it's like I like died. Like when Dale Earnhardt died, I was thinking from that one. That's the time I've ever cried. Big NASCAR guy, I grew up with my dad. Anything I tend to do with my father makes me more upset because I don't see him as much. Mm-hmm. So that was that was yeah. I, I cried when Dale Earnhardt died. I guess if I mean really anyone, but if I anyone that like I watched, but if I had to pick someone, I mean Stan Lee. I cried when Stan Lee died. We didn't mention him. I cried when Stan Lee died. Like, I actually cried. I did not. I, Trinity is my witness. I didn't cry a bunch, but I, three or four tears. Uh, we're, I mean, that guy was 97. We're shit. It doesn't matter. I if your great-grandpa dies at 97, you're going to be, oh, he's 97. Oh, he, it's, I mean, you had to think. He was, I mean, he's like expired milk. I mean, geez, it's got <laughs> a, it's got a, it's, you know, it's got, it's written on his chin for a reason it's you know it's uh the guy was born in the 60s jesus christ what do you expect he's gonna die soon mom i mean jeez what, what are you crying for he's your grandpa he's not even mine he's my great-grandpa of course he died no shit fucking get get, get it together you're at the funeral like was it what the fuck you're at the funeral like drake, drake walks in like hey good run huh you know taps him on the shoulder in the casket closes closes thing who wants to get wendy's Wendy's? Yeah, dude. That's the kind of person you are. No. I would, it, uh, hey, Wendy's on me. Everyone's got to get the five dollar thing. They got to yeah every, on me, but everyone five dollars, and it's a max of ten people. So get in line. We count down. Okay, I may have misspoke. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying the dude was 97. Y- yeah. You had to kind of expect it. I can't wait till you're. I can't wait till someone that you love dies in 97, and you get upset, and I can go in 97. <laughs> Well, I'd be like, "What? Well, yeah, you're you're right." I mean, I, mean, I get what you're saying, but I mean, I mean, you said that to a bunch of people. That's a shitty thing to say. I'm sorry if I've offended anybody. Please still give us five stars. I think easy answer Apple. for me would be like when Arnold Schwarzenegger dies. It's probably coming soon. That will, yeah. I don't know if he has much longer left. I mean, he smokes cigars like crazy. He's <laughs> on all the steroids, like name it, Deca D ball, uh, all the steroids. I gotta look something up real quick because I am curious. Let me see how old Arnie is and how old Sly is. They are Arnold. Ooh, ooh! Can I guess? Yeah. Um. Take a gander. Arnold, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So any of these three died, I I would cry. Arnold, Jean Claude Van Damme, and Stallone. I'm just gonna do it like this. Arnold is seventy four. How old is Arnold Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger is 71. Very close. In the fuck, he's 72 this year. So in the ballpark. Okay. Sly. Stallone. Is he younger? No, he's older. 73. I'm say 77. Jesus. He's 80. <laughs> How old is Sylvester Stallone? Who says it like Sylvester? Sylvester Stallone is 72. That's what I said, right? So they're very close. No, I said 73. Yeah. Seems to be 73 this year. Yeah. Sean Calvain's name is 68. Look it up. Okay. Oh, I can't wait to say this. Behemoth. Behemoth of a name. Jean-Claude. I, I, I will kick oh. that son of a bitch bison's ass. Sard. Sard. How old is Jean-Claude Van Damme? That was so beautiful. Jean-Claude Van Damme is 58. He's got decades. He's <laughs> got decades left. He's got decades left making great movies. He still has an Oscar in him. You say that in being funny, but if you saw his Amazon series, uh, Jean-Claude Van Johnson, you wouldn't say that. Jean-Claude Van Johnson? Yes, it is phenomenal. Jean-Claude Van Damme. I'm going to watch Lionheart tonight. I'm going to kick that motherfucking bastard in the sword. 
I'm going to get that son of a bitch bison's ass so hard. So hard. I never give up on my family. Ever. Justin Day as Jean-Claude. Is it pretty good? It's not bad. What do you think? Um, What's another great line? I think my Morgan Freeman's better. What's another great line from Jean-Claude Van Damme? I'll say anything as Jean-Claude Van Damme. Ready? Oh, I'll give you a topic and you gotta... gotta Okay, go ahead. Topic. Uh, The Titans going after Antonio Brown. The problem with... (laughs) Don't make me laugh. That was pretty good. The, The problem with the Tennessee Titans going after... Antonio Brown is that he <laughs> is sometimes not a team first player. And the problem with that is they very young team. They don't have a lot of veterans on their team. So it could hurt the locker room culture. And to that I say Mike Vrabel has a... Hit me with another one. Just one more thing, and then we'll get the fuck out of here, because I'm having fun with this. Uh, I was very sad to hear about the passing of the phenomenal actor Luke Perry. I love the show Riverdale. It is my favorite show 2019. Better voice. Jean-Claude Van Damme or Tommy Wiseau? Oh, I didn't expect that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I was um I was going in prepared <laughs> to say Jean-Claude, but you make me want to say Tommy Wiseau. I you know, I think I'm going to go Jean-Claude Van Damme because no one says syllables like Jean-Claude. No one like he every syllable is like a uh, it's like splicing audio files. It's hit, like hit, hit, hit him with the cookies. He said, do you want milk? I say, yes. Do you want cookies? I say, yes. Do you have green card? I say, yes. I did not have green card. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never hit a Collider video quicker. Like, when they, when they, were, they were teasing that from, like, Tuesday to, like, I think it was Friday. I would have, I almost called in sick to watch that. I, I couldn't wait. You know, everyone who knows me knows I love Jean-Claude, so... Before we dip out of here, I want to share a very um, awful joke. So, if you're easily offended, please just skip ahead about 15, 30 seconds. That long, huh? 15 seconds. Your joke is 15 a seconds. quarter of a minute? Okay. I saw a thing on Facebook. It said, uh, a car sideways is still spelled a car sideways. Car sideways. Just car sideways. If you flipped it around, is that what you're saying? Yeah. But car sideways is also how Paul Walker died. Big fan of that joke. Thank you. It's been long enough. You know, you almost died that way. I know, and that's why it's extra funny. Shouts out Paul Walker for watching over me during that traumatic experience. So I got three choices tonight. I finished the first episode. I of might watch American Assassin tonight. Or Frailty. I don't know. I need it. I need my movies. I'm moving. And as long as they're two? there by Friday. True Detective, you got season two? No. I will never own it. I can't wait to buy I'm three on to, Blu-ray because three was not as good as the first I'm one. I'm trying to cop it, bro. But for not, no, you're not. No, you're not. Okay. You, trust me. Find it illegally. Watch half of it. And then smash your phone with your foot because you're mad that's how you watched it. That season sucks. I'm, I'm not even being dramatic. I'm not being dramatic with that. But I have three choices. Any of this episode in the next five minutes. Okay. So I have three choices when we leave. Mm-hmm. One. Well, four. 
because it's a nine. I can finish Neverland. Leaving Neverland. Leave you a little depressed for the night. Two. Okay. Watch Lionheart. John Claude Van Damme. Can't or go Hard Target or whichever one I want to watch. Yeah. Three. Keep it on Netflix and watch Into the Blue. With Jessica Alba and Paul Walker. Yeah. R.I.P. Paul Walker. Yeah. Number four. Go to sleep. Oh. Yeah. The the CM is that a CM Punk documentary? No. Great call with wrestling. But I have to continue doing the laundry, so I will not be going to bed. At least not I'll try to make it to eleven. Question. Uh your I'm Blu-rays are, now. Your Blu rays are packed up, so you're gonna have to dig in there and get get a Jean Claude Van Damme movie and or uh, That's a good call. Yeah. That right? takes it out. Reinhardt's right. in one of those boxes. So That's what I'm here for, man. Sorry, Jean Claude. Yeah out. So really, it's either Into the Blue or Finishing Neverland, and at this point, I'm finishing Neverland. Which movie would you watch first if you've never seen it? And be honest, and don't just say American Assassin because you want your movie back. American Assassin or Frailty? Well, one, you don't own American Assassin, so if you're borrowing it, theory states you should watch it first. You spit on my eye. You deserve it, because you spat in my face by keeping my movie for like two weeks. The Just returning the favor, sir. That's a tough one. It depends on what you want. They're two totally different movies. If you want like a, like a well, psychological just... thriller slash horror movie, it's frailty. If you want a you know, shoot 'em up, phenomenally done, like just throwback action movie with Michael Keaton being a savage, which is an under, it's an underrated part of that movie is Michael Keaton being an absolute savage, then you watch uh, American Assassin. What? I would say the movie, the better made movie is frailty. Yeah. But the movie that I watch way more American is American Assassin. Assassin. Would I be... Because I know you're not a big horror guy. Would I be scared if no. I put on Frailty before I no. go to bed? I watch it before I go to bed. Yikes. Yeah. So It's uh, not scary I, we, at all. Okay. He's just a, like a serial killer, or he's a murderer. The synopsis, okay, yeah. is that Bill Paxson is hey, the father. shout out Bill Paxson. R.I.P. Is the father of Matthew McConaughey and some other little kid. Okay. And, jeez, <laughs> oh, God. God bless you. <laughs> Pulled a drink. So, not editing that, I don't feel like it. And so, he's chewing gum again. So, the synopsis is, Bill Paxson's their dad. Their dad becomes enamored with thinking that he's seeing visions of God. And that he, that God comes to him and gives him these lists of people. Mm-hmm. That, that they are demons. And they have to be taken care of. And he brings the kids along. And Matthew McConaughey, the killer goes away for a while, but he resurfaces. And so Matthew McConaughey then goes to Powers Booth? Powers Booth? Is that... I, never seen the movie? Cannot uh, fact check you there because I've never seen the movie. Powers Booth plays a great villain in a lot of things. Powers Booth? Why do I? Why does that sound familiar? Because uh, he's a famous. He's Let's take a look at this very picture. Famous. I'm about to see. What are you gonna? What are you gonna give me? Okay, that is it's. What do you? What do I? What do I win? You win my affection. Woo! Very hard to come by these days. By the way, we're gonna first off make the polls longer than a day. Okay. Do it. Yes, sir. Because you won that stupid poll because all your family voted that you could beat me up. (laughs) Do you honestly look me now? Your girlfriend, your fiance. You went in a fight. Yeah. Against me. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to set this up. Okay. It's we'll do it for if I, I could choke you out if I wanted to. I took a couple years of jujitsu. I'm pretty good at choking. I could choke you out easily. Yeah. Look, easily, like without hesitation. I would. Two, I would just do. You I'm like, bigger than you. I would lay on you, 
and piss you off. Three, you you swing like a windmill. You no, can't don't. punch. I've seen it. I swing like Adonis Creed. And also, I'll just do you like Craig did Debo in Friday and just hit you over the head with Frailty, that. yes. So he, yeah, I was oh, right. brick. So, yeah, I would dodge it. So, he's, so he, he, goes to, he goes to Power's booth. McConaughey goes to Power's booth and is giving him information. On He's saying, it's my brother. My brother's taking up the mantle from my dad. We had to stop him. So, and that's, and, and, and most of the movie is flashbacks. McConaughey is in 10% of the movie. Huh? Most of it is flashbacks. But his voice narrates it. Okay. And it's and, and it was one of his earlier films. So he tries to lose a little bit of that Texas twang. A little bit of that all right, all right, all right. Yeah. He tries to lose a That's little bit good. of that. But it's still there. My McConaughey is way better, but I've done Jean-Claude and I'm coming I'm I'm literally coming over a bacterial infection in my throat. They finally gave me antibiotics two days ago. Three days ago. After me going to the doctor uh, twice and begging them. Because uh, strep came back negative, uh, mono came back negative, and I was like, "Hey, give me an antibiotic." And they did. Yeah, because they told me if the antibiotic didn't clear it, I'd have to have surgery on my throat. Whoa. Yeah, bro. So I said, "Well, can I get the antibiotic first? <laughs> <laughs> can I try that first? First, and after three days, I'm at like eighty percent. So I was right the That's first time. Me. Those bitches. Shouts out to you. those bitches. Shouts out to the nurse that recognized me from the radio. Now, Drake, we are going to get out of here. We're probably going to do an episode tomorrow, but pull back the curtain. Probably come out on Wednesday because I'm trying to pack this fucking room up on Wednesday. Any closing thoughts besides, obviously, our condolences to Luke Perry's family? Luke Perry, I'm sorry. Matthew Perry, keep going. Um, I'm so glad you just clicked on our audio application here, and it's going. I thought the whole time we might have been talking, it might have been not going. But we're good. We're well, solid. I'm a pro. Uh, no, no closing thoughts. We'll probably come back tomorrow or and or Wednesday. Episode 15, the Jimmy Baseball. Jim Edmonds. Jimmy Edmonds. Nice. Jim Edmonds. I'm going to hit you right back with the Brandon Marshall. Uh, Tim Tebow. I'm going to hit you with the Barry Larkin. Barry That's Larkin. Right. That's right. You looked that up. I did not. You I play MLB the show. It up. You I play MLB the hoe. You looked it up. I did not. You looked that up. Pretty sure I don't even know if he's 15. Look it up right now. All right, guys. We we need just one second here. We're going to... Yeah. You looked... You got it. You're, you're going to be quicker. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm actually texting my mother back. Hey, the Heat just beat the Hawks by one point. Sweet. I'm looking at my mother. I, I'm in trouble. So, Barry Larkin, you are a liar. Was he number three? I, well, I'm not, I'm not looking that up. I'm texting my mother, sir. I just told you that. Right, we're on baseballreference.com. Shouts out baseballreference.com. Um, Barry Larkin wore the number, and I, I have to go back again. This is bad. This is bad podcasting right here. I'll, I'll tell you what, another, another great number 15 in baseball since you suck, Tim Hudson. You don't even know who that is. Tim Hudson. That's a pitcher. Four. You sp- Diamondbacks used to be? Okay, Barry Larkin. The Braves, you dummy. 11. You're an idiot. Okay. I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. So, the Jimmy Baseball episode, RIP Luke Perry. We're getting the hell out of here. This has been episode 15 of the Culture Cult Podcast for Drake Frimsdorf. I am Justin Day signing off on this. What the fuck am I saying? Goodbye, everybody.